0: On today's episode, we dive into some Disney news from over the past month and what it could all mean going forward. This is episode 52 of the Off the Monorails podcast. Everybody. it's another edition of the off the monorails podcast i'm your host jordan and joined today as usual by my two fellow co-hosts justin and ryan how you doing today guys
1: we're doing great a little out of the weather with it's pollen right. but we're doing great
0: yeah
2: yeah same here it's
0: florida do florida, florida things time. baby yes sir you
2: know the drill yes
1: sir. hey
0: happy happy february guys
1: yes happy birthday month to you jordan it is
0: birthday month it is birthday month we're gonna celebrate even though technically my birthday won't won't appear this year it, it comes next year uh for those in the listening audience i am a leap day baby so all my february 29th people out there raise your hands uh, you, you you deserve some love to. we still celebrate yeah, yeah, damn it yeah. L- the forgotten the forgotten birthday. <laughs> your hands I, I toast up. Toast one to you guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so technically you're what eight? Oh, uh, yep, right now. <laughs> I'm eight years old nice. right now. So it's funny. Um, uh, Melissa's um, uh, nephew, when we first started dating, found out how old I was in in leap years, and thought it was an amazing thing that he was turning. Older than me with his birthday like it just happened to be the year that I was like turning like seven i think or and and he was turning eight and he just thought it was like the coolest craziest thing that he was going to be older than older than me so it's uh yeah hmm. so that's a little it's a little fun it's uh you know something i've dealt with all my life you know so
1: some <laughs> meme that you were born yeah. with yeah
0: it's just who i am it's part of me so we'll relish on that but yeah. Um so yeah, it's February. Um I don't know about you guys, but I just got back from Disney and it was fantastic. I don't I don't like it. Yeah. It was
1: great. <laughs> saw you were uh, visiting Trails In?
0: Yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit. Um gotta go to visit Festival of the Arts, um, uh, which you guys know that it is my favorite and it was in Shining Star again this year. I ate way too much food.
1: Yeah, there there was quite a bit happening on the Instas.
0: Yeah, if you're not following us on Instagram at off the monorails, you should definitely do so cuz I was filling up the stories. I actually realized that I didn't even put I didn't even post a few of the items on the stories either. So, there was actually more consumed than what was published. Uh so but we'll get all we'll get to all of that. It was I mean it was it was a really good festival, treated us well. Um great weather. Uh, great food, uh, great art. I bought a lot of art this this year. Um, I don't know what it was, but uh, I got I just got sucked into a lot of different pieces. So I think I walked away with like six or seven pieces of. Oh wow! Art. So it was good. Um, but we'll we'll get. I know Ryan's got him and his family have a trip coming up this weekend. Um, actually, when this when this is uh, episode is released, he'll be on his way down there and having a good time at festival of the arts and then we'll be back. Hey, we'll be back next week to, to wrap it all up and review everything that we had and, you know, consumed and everything in between.
2: Show us how truly fat we really are. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I I mean, because (laughs) it's all food. Yeah. Between all of us, uh, between us, you know, our two trips, I don't think we'll leave many menu items off. (laughs) you know unconsumed so uh if you're looking (laughs) for a very thorough review of the event uh before it ends uh take a listen to next week's episode we'll be uh providing that to you so looking very much forward to to that and unpacking it because it was it was a great time it was a really great time so um what's going on with you guys ryan you got anything exciting going on uh, I got something really
2: exciting going on um before I get to blabbing, though. Let's um Uh-oh. let's see what's new with Justin because I'll mm. I'll probably steal the spotlight for this okay. segment. Okay. I'm intrigued. A little teaser.
1: Uh oh. what's new with me? Uh, <laughs> uh nothing really. Uh we we will be uh attending Happily Ever After's return, uh as well as the opening day of yes. Tron at Confirmed. Magic Kingdom. Uh, April 3rd and April 4th so looking forward to that i've uh, got everything uh reserved and ready to go so uh mm-hmm. very excited about that but uh other than that nothing uh nothing really uh you know else for me uh but as a group i know we have a little something that we're uh wanting to uh release yeah, we the got time a lot of things counts. going on yeah uh we have a little yeah, we we have we have some things going on behind the scenes here at OTM. So, uh stay tuned because more details will be coming.
2: Well, enough about you. Let's talk about me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, over the weekend, yeah, over the weekend I actually uh booked a Disney Cruise Line cruise for May of next year, that being
0: 2024. Very nice. Hey,
2: yo. The Disney Wish, very nice. The new boat, okay, that new new,
1: the new one, yeah, new digs. Yeah, we
2: uh, we slotted a four night Bahamas cruise, that is going to Nassau and Castaway Key. Very nice. So I am very 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 excited about that. Uh, and you, you said um, it's
0: May, right? Just, yep. Okay. So what you uh, what did you book? What type of a uh, room and stuff like that?
2: i got the um we there's nine of us going total so it's myself my wife brianna and my three daughters and then uh my father-in-law her dad um and then her stepmom her uh sister and then my mom also okay so there'd be five to one room and four to another and we both got Adjoining, uh deluxe guaranteed uh, staterooms with um, verandas,
0: very nice.
2: So they sleep like five, six people. Yeah. A piece. they're like a little over three hundred square feet.
0: Yeah, is that the one that also had like has that pull down like the stowaway at the ver- at the far end, close to the veranda? From the videos and yes. stuff that I've seen, those are some nice rooms, dude.
2: Yeah, yeah. From what I've seen from the room tour videos, they're they're bigger than any stateroom i've ever stayed on you know on a cruise ship what i far. was
0: surprised by was the size of the bathrooms and those things i mean
2: yeah yeah and all the bathrooms are actually split yeah. bathrooms too so there's yeah. like a commode area which and is unheard area. of so it's, it's no like tailored. i mean at least
0: like yes. on the cruises we've gone on we and you know had the pleasure of going on you know several cruises together and um and it's just yeah it's one of those things you don't really think about but man those bathrooms you don't spend a lot of time in them right but man it's <laughs> it can get cramped yeah, absolutely but, uh, yeah so how how was that how was that um i, I mean i've looked at the cruises and i've you know price price amount cetera. but how was the booking process compared to you know the other disney world vacations that you've booked was it was it similar like kind of how how was that how did that go um yeah it's very
2: very similar um we actually had some issues with selecting the state rooms we wanted because you choose it by section of the ship first and then you choose what deck you prefer and, and um and this
0: was done on disneycruiseline.com like directly through
2: yep okay yep and um we got to where because we already had it put down for two state rooms and it gives you the map of availability And we were trying to get adjoining staterooms and when we were picking the first one there was less available than what it was for the second selection so every time we tried to get an adjoining one then the one that was available would disappear for the second stateroom so um we actually ended up calling them because i think their website was highly trafficked Mm. um we called their customer service and she got she got everything pulled up right away because everything was kind of already in a cart with like a cart ID. Oh, yeah. Okay. Much much like how it is on the Disney World website. Yeah. So she was able to just pull everything up that way. And um she got, you know, information from us and she ended up actually pulling the exact two rooms that we were looking at to begin with. Um okay. and they were available on the phone, like without a hitch. Yeah. And um right now they had a deal where you it's 50% off of what's required to put down for deposit. Okay. So we actually only had to put down 50% of what most people would normally have to put down. Yeah. And then um there's discounts available for like a Disney Chase Visa card holders. You get extra perks with that and discounts. Um they also roll out like quarterly discounts kind of like how they do with the resorts and stuff. Yeah. And um like for ours, since it's May of next year, there were no discounts available yet. But it's just like how the resorts are, where if you already have something booked like a year or so out mm-hmm. and something comes up, you just call them and say, hey, I want this put on my reservation. And then they apply you know, it and get do it difference. accordingly. And yeah. Yeah. If you if you've already paid on it, you get it credited back. Or if not, they take it out of the, the balance due. But um, like there's some stuff with like Disney Plus subscribers right now. <laughs> um, uh, up until like February, the third and fourth guests actually sell for free. Oh, wow. So t- wow. like if, if that rolls back out again, that's going to save me a couple grand. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. So um, did you get to
0: – the... yeah, go ahead. Go ahead.
2: Well, I was going to say like I have uh, the pricing and stuff lined up per person, but um, you can go ahead with what you were going to ask.
0: I was going to uh, – yeah, I just was going to ask like when you were selecting your rooms, did you also get to select kind of like the deck area as well that you preferred – to be placed in because I know they had different, you know, different things. Okay. So what did you, what did uh, you guys select and what were the options?
2: We, we did the ninth deck, which was more of like the, um, kind of like entertainment and food service location. Mm -hmm. So we would, it would be more centralized towards like the food and the entertainment aspect. And it's cool because like I said, you can choose, um, before you even choose the deck area, you choose whether you want the bow of the boat or the aft or the midsection. So it has it broke down in those three areas. And from there, once you choose the section of the ship you want, then you choose it by deck, and it actually has with each deck a short description of what is on this deck, what is easily available on that deck, and what's, you know. Oh, okay. So people can kind of tailor it to what they'd rather be closer to.
0: Awesome. So, so I, th- what I it, thought that was a pretty So cool you thing. you picked the ninth deck. um, and what what part of the ship did you select? We
2: we did midsection, so we're almost like okay. dead center of the boat because, um, the rest of the group, other than um mom and myself and Brianna, we've been on cruises, but the kids mm-hmm. and her parents have never been on cruises, so we don't know how they will you know react to the um the motion yeah. of the ocean, I guess. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> so uh the midsection of the boat you know by theory is always the best for not feeling the effects of that ship roll as much
0: yeah okay
2: but um yeah for this cruise with it being a um four night cruise and it's the bahamas ports of call so like i said nassau and uh the disney's private island castaway key and then one day at sea uh for an adult it was 1780 a person and then for children it's 768 a person and okay. then plus your fees and port expenses. So, yeah for all for my family of five without any discounts, it was sixty three hundred dollars total. So it's a little on the pricey side, but yeah. um, there is a lot that goes with this ship, and we'll probably take an entire episode for me to break it all down. Oh yeah, um, leading up to the cruise, but because there is a ton of stuff, to t- I could I could go on for hours about it. Um, although it's a hefty price tag, it's um. I think it's worth it. It's going to be just, a hell of an due experience. To the experiences. Yes. Yeah.
0: I, I mean, the ship looks great. And, uh, you know, the only thing that I've seen about that ship are some of the nuances of the layout and like the navigate, you know, navigating that ship and its layout, like some of the elevator situations, kind of iffy, the stairway is kind of iffy. And then like, there's some decks that just stop and like, don't connect where they should. And you kind of have to take these like, midway paths to kind of go up another to another deck and then around. So I've seen some, some things like that that are kind of wonky about that ship. Um, but yeah. the finishes and everything else on there are, you know, second to none right now, in my opinion.
2: Yeah. But, um, you know, upon us, you know, paying our deposit over the phone and getting that um, literally within seconds, I already had a reservation confirmation from the Disney Cruise Line Company. That um, lists my ports of call, my date of sailing, everybody in my party, um, like, you know the stateroom code, uh, mm. and then our, our balance due. And actually, um, on the Disney Cruise Line app, like say if you're just if you just put your deposit down, if you download the Disney Cruise Line app and then put in your reservation number, it'll automatically pull all your information to that app, and you can actually pay on your balance within the app oh, and track your balance be, yeah. due. So that that's yeah. awesome
0: yeah yeah this is uh i mean it's ex- incredible you know super exciting stuff to uh to go and experience have we've been we've been talking about it for years and you know everyone kind of everyone that does cruises you know always kind of says that you know disney cruise lines are uh you know notch above some of the others and we've been on some great ships you know and some you know sailed with you know norwegian with royal caribbean and carnival and yeah so we've seen we've seen you know the highs and lows and kind of everything in between as far as ships go and design and size and etc um so i just i'm I'm anxious to see now like does does that disney difference carry over like a lot of people says it does um which I, i imagine to be to be true and hold true but i'm i'm interested to see how it all how it all plays out i'm excited for you guys
2: yeah, come come May of next year, I will be reporting it. So, um, I look forward to it. I, I'm excited. Yeah,
0: that's that's awesome. That's that's awesome. Well, um, speaking of current events going on, there's been a lot of news happening around Walt Disney World, the D- Walt Disney Company. Um, some things have been announced and taking place ever since Um, Iger has come back to office as CEO at the Walt Disney Company. So uh, we thought it would be a good idea just to kind of unpack a little bit of the things that have transpired here lately, Um, some notable news and events, um, and just kind of unpack those uh, because we really haven't had a chance to discuss in depth some of the changes that have been made um, and just all around some of the ongoing Uh, news uh, topics that have come up here recently so that will be our topic today Uh, but before we get into that uh, we'll want to make sure you guys are checking us out on the socials at off the monorails across all the platforms Uh, so we mentioned instagram already go check us out there that's you know that's where all the action is really taking place on a daily basis Uh, but any breaking news things like that we're also going to we're also going to supplement that to twitter and be our kind of new source. Uh, we got Facebook live there. If you want to, if you're on Facebook and, and want to interact there and check us out, we'll be there too. And then on YouTube, we've got a bunch of video content. We're always working on some new stuff for there, loading it there. So go check us out there. TikTok might have fun there as well. Uh, so we're across all the platforms doing a bunch of different things all the time. So go follow us at off the monorails, make sure that you are uh, notified to our posts so when we post new content you see it first and foremost and I want to say a special hello and thank you to all the new followers across the social platforms hello how you doing uh, i'm glad to have you and thanks for uh, thanks for the follow um, also go check out off the that's our website and there you will find uh, all of our episodes on demand. So if you don't listen to us on a podcast platform uh, or uh, you want to listen to us at work, something like that, can go and see all the episodes there. And you can check out the blog. Uh, we've got some great write-ups on some travel things that we've done there uh, at Disney World. We've got dining reviews from places that we've eaten at. Uh, we've got some tips. We've got tricks. Ah, uh, for traveling and planning your next Disney World vacation. If you are at Disney World and you need to find the best bathroom to go to handle business at, we've got an article there to, to, that you know it's got you covered. All right, we, we're covering all aspects of this. I uh, will also post um, blogs of our trips to the uh, festivals. So if you want to see a bunch of food and video and photos and just salivate. Go check out all those reviews. They'll be there in the blog as well. And we also like from time to time uh, push some blog content uh, for other um, theme parks and uh, hotels, things like that as well. It's just, so, uh, it's just so you can have the best experience possible when you're traveling to Florida and to the Walt Disney World area. Uh, if you're branching out and going to places like Universal or Legoland or SeaWorld or things like that, things that are in the area this is supposed to be kind of all in cost all-encompassing place for you to go and grab some content and have a better trip experience overall so go check out the blog and last but not least go check out the shop we got some great things happening in the shop uh if anyone wants to uh highlight some of their favorite new things
2: uh that figment bucket hat uh that thing's awesome that's yeah. uh, that's bringing some of the '90s flair back. And <laughs> I respect it.
0: Yeah, it's been a popular item since we launched it um, about a week or so ago. So, yeah, we've got the the new Figment bucket hats, a reversible design. So you got the mosaic Figment, uh, kind of mocking the the art that you the collage art that you would do at the Festival of the Arts. And um, so you've got that on one side, and the other side's got Figment's wings uh with a little otm logo there to boot but uh yeah we got that we got the t-shirt to match uh we've got um one of my favorites is the homage to the pop Eats booth with the tomato soup and grilled cheese and uh of course we also have the uh the newly uh released uh, dad hat the just imagine dad hat uh, it's a little design out there for for the ladies listening so uh, go check that out for sure it's a really nice uh, really nice design really nice quality embroidered design so go check out the shop for sure uh, and get your hands on some merch in time for festival of the arts and for some other occasions as well uh, so go check it out uh, and get some merchandise we would appreciate it it helps help support the show at the same time so with that being said guys um, y'all want to dive into some 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 news and Topics? Okay. Justin's shaking his head. I think I'm ready. He Justin's acting like he doesn't have a microphone. He's just shaking his head, yes. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Justin. Okay. So Take it um, away, Justin. (laughs) (laughs) See what what's going on here? (laughs) All right. So like we mentioned, there's been a lot of things that have happened here in the past uh, couple months at Disney and the Walt Disney Company. And so, let's just start with um let's just backtrack a little bit uh to to King Bob, Daddy Bob, da- Daddy Iger, however you want to spin Bobby. it. Bobby. Old Bobby. Bobby, Bobby I. F-A. He's uh he's <laughs> <F-A>, back. Yeah. <laughs> he's <laughs> back. He's back with a brand new groove. And uh taking care of business. The Emperor's new groove. There
1: is, you go. Perfect. Is he
0: is he the Emperor? Emperor <laughs> Iger. I
1: like it. <laughs> I'll allow it. Let's go.
0: So uh just to recap, we're not gonna spend a whole lot of time uh because we have covered some of these topics uh previously uh in other episodes, but uh, just to recap, he did come back um he did come back on November twentieth in twenty-two. Um it pretty much first Actions were, of course, Chapek was out, uh, and then Chapek's uh, right-hand man Kareem Daniel, who was the head of media and entertainment, also left the company. Um, and then we've also got he's, uh, you know, things like Arthur bachner uh, left. Uh, he was the vice president of uh, strategic communications, um, and. You know, things started happening around parks and experiences. We also saw them uh, saw him recently, uh, Bob Iger, that is, and Josh Dimaro make an appearance at Disneyland. And then about a couple of weeks later, they made an appearance at Walt Disney World. Um, so showing, yeah. showing some face, you know, showing some love to the crowd. And of course, the crowd loves it. Right. They're eating it all up.
1: You see how many people on Instagram was like taking selfies with whatever everything like. You could tell the the crowd just ate it up. They couldn't wait. For- yeah.
0: My my dream is to take a picture with Bob Iger wearing the stonks shirt with his face superimposed yes. on the stonks meme guy. I just I need that. sign the shirt. Oh, please. It'd be amazing. I need to get their address and just send him one. Just send him one. Yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I like that idea. <laughs> if you're uh, if you want to get in on it, go check out the shop offthemoneros dot com. Iger equals stunks. Go check out the shirt. Rock it. Support it. Love it. Live the beam. <laughs> but um, th- yeah, so they've already announced he's got uh, plans to restructure and con- uh, and consolidate the TV and networking branches and marketing division. This also is probably supplemented a little bit because the head of the of the tv has left for for from disney plus and left for apple uh which was pretty big deal uh in my opinion uh so we'll see how that how that reflects and and moves
1: you know changing of the guard so to speak yeah yeah, yeah. there was
2: rumors of like apple and disney merging that that Iger ousted pretty much immediately after yeah. all that went down so.
0: well and that's kind of always been a thing way back to, to Pixar, right? Because Steve Jobs was actually, mm-hmm. you know, very heavily involved in Pixar's development. And so ever since Pixar became a thing and Disney acquired them, it was always kind of this thing of like, oh well will Apple acquire Disney or or vice versa, you know, and the the thing about the thing about Apple is they're so liquid, right? They've got more cash than any other company out there. So oh, they yeah. if, if someone was going to buy Disney Apple is one of probably the only companies that could actually pull that off, yeah, but they
2: have the tangible value. <laughs>
0: exactly. Exactly. They're not, they're not in debt. They're not, they're not carrying debt to acquire a business like Disney did with Marvel or with star Wars or with Fox, right? Like that's actually one of the sins that Bob Iger is paying for right now, right? Is he made all those deals yep. and acquired all these entities, which was a good move in the long run. Right. But there's a lot of things that he did and basically overpaid for some things mostly Fox that developed these other problems that are they're now dealing with as a company today so you know he's not he's not a perfect man um, and you know maybe he had to overpay that's still questionable but yeah they they assumed debt to acquire these businesses where Apple could Apple could probably leverage it almost. You know, full cash. So, it's we'll see what happens. But I don't think there's anything happening anytime in the you know next few years at least. So, with all the changes that were announced as far as like the parking and the AP and the Genie Plus benefits, all the things that we discussed a couple weeks ago, I they are starting to bring back parks experience and experiences to the to the forefront. Back
1: value, yeah,
0: back to the forefront. Right, that was a loss. That was pushed way, way 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 down on the totem pole, right? Yeah. And so now that with that, it's apparent that, that it's coming back as a forethought. So excited to see what else comes about. We've had some things happen also very recently that kind of you know that kind of live up to that expectation uh, where you know the uh, the key pass to to Disneyland have went on have gone on sale again now. Um, mm-hmm. so those are stopped just like the Walt Disney world annual passes were stopped for a long period of time. And now they are back and available on a, on a limited basis. Um, so it's it, things like that, right? That things that start to happen again, these dominoes start to fall. And so we'll see if what other things happen and continue, um, to develop from that. So, um, moving right along then into some of these other current events because there's been it's been a ton of things happening here in uh in Disney uh, over the past few months. So not only did the you know those those passes come back for for Disneyland but Disneyland just got just got a new ride.
1: Yeah. uh Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Yeah. And uh it's being received well. Uh lots of folks are very anxious. And uh, they should be. It's a really good, a good experience ride. and attraction. Yeah. So, uh, I'm very excited to see uh, how it does over there. Uh, and, ha- and honestly, if it like relieves uh, like Galaxy's Edge because it's a smaller park over there. Yeah. So, I'm curious to see how it relieves some of the more uh, higher intense uh, lines well, over in Disney. Yeah, and it's
0: virtual queue for the time being. But I think also part of that excitement of that opening is you know, Toontown there got re reinvented and and reopened there as well, which is super exciting, especially for us over here in Florida with Walt Disney World. We haven't had Toontown in years. Right. So uh, for me, that's like kind of one of my bucket list items is I want to visit Disneyland because I can go to Toontown. Right. Like it's just, I remember, I remember going to Toontown with you guys. Right. Like, and so like, I remember that in my as my childhood, so I want to try to relive that a little bit, um, in 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 Disneyland, albeit, but, um, yeah. Have you seen the 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 queue for the Runaway Railway over? uh, Yeah, it's like
2: interactive. It's like a yeah, it's so interactive. Everything in there is like walking through a a a house almost. Yeah, and they've
0: got they've got these um the marquees for all these movies. But they're like they're all Disney movies, but they're they put a, another Disney spin on top of it. So mm-hmm. like they've got all these like innuendos to these other Disney films, um, and they've just put their own little spin on it. Uh, so it's it's really cool. I, I I do I do really like that part of it. The, they they did their cue and stuff very very nicely. So I would like to see yeah, and... Walt Disney World adopt a little bit of that, if possible. Yeah, and, and I feel like. like
2: Toontown is like the rightful home of Mickey mm-hmm. and Minnie's Runaway Railway, like much better than where yes. it is at the Chinese Theater at Hollywood Studios in Orlando. Yeah. Um, it just meshes so Very perfect true, with the whole aura they have going on there.
0: Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, like I like the way that Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway is set up at Hollywood Studios. Like the marquee and the neon on the Chinese It's right. it's a fun kind of mixture almost, you know, like it's like it doesn't belong, but it doesn't belong so much so that it looks like it does belong, in a way. Mm-hmm. Like with the this is the way the neon is, especially at night. Uh, it's just yeah. it is really cool and, and it, it stands down out Hollywood Boulevard. Like yeah, this and it's first just boom right there. And yeah. I
1: think if the, if the queue, like the outside queue section, was rethemed or done up a little bit yeah. different, I think we'll be talking a whole different story. Yeah.
2: Oh, I agree.
0: Yeah. And I mean, that's what, like, I just think of that the first morning when we got to Hollywood Studios with Ryan and Tow. I had never been on the ride. Brian, of course, had never been on the ride because he had been, hadn't been to Hollywood Studios since it was MGM. And we played in the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids play area um, Ooh, talk about <laughs> when he was rewind. like eight years old. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And the first thing we walked up to was, was the Chinese Theater and hopped right on that ride 10 minutes later. And so, I mean for what it's worth right like yeah disneyland's version we'll see like i mean the ride is exactly the same um the placement the queue things like that in disneyland i think i have a little bit of envy of but at the same time like i like i i I, that memory right there that i have of us going into that like that's cool i'm good with that like i'm good with the oh yeah with the way that it is because of that so I don't know. Like I'd like to see some of the those posters and things like that which maybe they'll adopt and put in in place in the queue and things like that but um but yeah, I mean, there's it is set in a theater still in Toontown in Disneyland. It's still you're still walking into a theater. It just looks like a different type of theater. So which I thought was interesting that you're also kind of giving it the same setting as the Chinese theater, you know, but um So it was interesting, but there's our little uh, discussion on uh, Disneyland other than the Disney 100 celebration, which has started uh, and kicked off for the 100 years of Disney. uh, And it's kicked off uh, in Disneyland first, um, primarily because the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney world is still happening uh, until March. And I think, I think once Uh. you, once that, once that ends in March, you'll start to see that transition and start to see all the Disney 100 really bleed over uh, to Walt Disney World properties. Uh, but you're starting to see some of the merch and things pop up here at Walt Disney World and the resorts and things like that. And I think we'll see, start to see some more of that platinum um, pop out. Yeah. So it's I, exciting. I, I'm wondering,
2: right? I'm wondering what they do like post 50th anniversary. Are they going to leave the castle the same or are they right. going to take it back to where it was? like,
0: the, they'll I, I they'll one, take it back. They'll take it back eventually. I, I at least my opinion.
2: Yeah. I won't miss the fiftieth. Hot take, but <laughs> I think it's watered down at this point.
0: Oh, it absolutely is. And to be honest with you, I mean, other than like the merchandise and like the overlay on the castle, I mean, what else was there? They didn't really do much. I mean, they yeah, had they, they had some yeah, like the Fab 50 statues food right. items they did like the meet and greets. you know, they had their outfits, but I mean, they really dropped the ball. Like, on Mickey, I mean, Mickey and Minnie have changed their outfits every year, basically. Right. Like, cause it was Mickey's right, birthday. Yeah. So they were celebrating his birthday. I mean, like they change mm-hmm. their outfits every year anyway. So who really cares about that? But like, other than the fact that, I mean, I was there literally the week after the, it kicked off, like the 50th started like on a Tuesday or a Wednesday. And I was there on the Friday and Saturday. And like i i was all excited like we i booked the polynesian like i booked a lagoon view so i could see the castle and like i just wanted to feel that overall vibe right i was staying in new moana rooms like i was like all right like let's go like i'm gonna i'm gonna invest money and time into this celebration and just eat it up for what it's worth right it's the 50th i want to feel the 50th right like there are photos of me that you know when I, I, that I'm a very small child, but I'm in front of that cake castle, right, for the 25th. So, like, I wanted to embrace the 50th, and then you get there, and it's like there's nothing going on. I mean, they barely yep. celebrated on the fir- on the actual 50th day. They they barely celebrated it, right? Like they had some well, special you got a edition par
2: fireworks show. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sorry, Jesus. Uh, I mean th- that. W- call that a disappointment man like so like so yeah i'm i'm ready for the 50th to be over with because frankly it never started right like it it never happened like i mean like yeah we painted the castle and we did we did all this to gear up for it and i mean it's yeah i just disappointed maybe covid put a wrench in that and that they were going to do more things but they couldn't because of it i don't know but
1: just terrible timing all around, like with COVID coming around, and then uh, you know, Bob Chapek making his cuts because of staffing and all that stuff. It just—it was just a bad scenario all the way around. And uh, I think ultimately the consumers paid the price.
0: Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Sorry, got, we got to the grind my gears segment a little early today. Sorry.
2: <laughs> yeah, we jumped the gun. We yeah, skipped that a couple of gears.
1: <laughs> that, 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 that fireworks uh comment still
0: lingers still here all right real quick real quick since we're on the subject of fireworks um you know so this past well, weekend when we went to festival of the arts we went back that night to consume more food and beverages and um like the good americans we are and we stayed in watched harmonious uh, directly behind uh, port of entry, so I had a great perspective on the entire show. Um, it was the first time I've watched the show in its entirety in person. Uh, especially from that and from that point of view, even even made it even more. Besides the fact that this, that those barges had to exist during the day, I actually really enjoyed that show. It's a good show. That's,
1: that's how I felt, too. I mean, I enjoyed it as well. Uh, I just think Illuminations was better, uh, for sure. Uh, Epcot Forever was a really good show. Uh, this one had a lot of, like, pops and surprises yeah. and really, really good music. But it's just the, the feel. Like, it just... It just wasn't as cohesive as what see, we have known to come in love. Yeah, you know, I mean, see, what
2: I appreciate the most is the cultural aspect of it, where they it, have the different was, languages. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's what I liked. That ties into what fit, Epcot is. Correct. Correct. That was my thought. Was it? Tra- it traveled, you know, the genres of movies through through Disney, and it hit some deep catalogs. Right, like you had Hunchback Notre Dame. Like you never hear anything about Hunchback, right? But if no. I mean, it's featured in that show, and I love the the movement of of the barges themselves and like the the shapes that they made. I mean, you had one point where it was pumba's face, and the the barge the edge of the barge curved up and is illuminated white to be his tusks. I mean like that was incredible mm-hmm. design and thought out and like the show and the with the water and then this like I thought it was really well done, and maybe I mean I'm just late to this party probably because this is the first time you know right it's about to it's about to end. And it's the first time I actually took the time to uh, watch it, you know, all the way through in person. Um, but I mean, man, I, I'm anxious to see what else they can pull off after the fact. And, you know, I know they're going back to Epcot forever for a little while, but I'm interested to see what else they can bring next. Because I do like the water element. With the fireworks right. and the lights, and because it's very similar to what they do in Disney California Adventure, right? With you know, yes, um, right, with that. So, I'm I'm anxious to see what they what they do next, Um because you know I I do like that combination. I do like the idea. They just need to figure out a way to do it without those. You know, as Ryan likes to refer to them as water tacos.
2: Yeah, as <laughs> long as they let Danny Gokey sing some Disney songs in the show, it's going to be good. Was like he sang uh, "Remember Me" from Coco, and he sings uh, "Go the Distance" from Hercules. Yeah, both of them.
0: And that Coco segment is so cool. It's awesome. Yeah, awesome.
1: So we're having good. I just think there's there's really good elements of of that show. There's really good elements, and you can see what they were trying to pull off. It's just there was just that it factor.
0: So you like both eliminations and Epcot Forever more than Harmonious
1: i i do uh but harmonious is not far off of them it just it's just lacking that that one thing and i i I wish i could pinpoint what it actually is it's just i just feel like those other shows were well rounded more
2: than see to me to me epcot forever was a little more sporadic than harmonious is it didn't to me have an ebb and flow to it that, that um that that's harmonious how does, I that's I, how
0: I feel about Epcot Forever as well because you also think about its yeah. placement. It was the filler between Illuminations, Illuminations and Harmonious, right? And, harmonious. and now it's going to be the filler yeah. again. So mm-hmm. that's why, like, it's just like pulling it out of the Epcot bullpen until pinch hitter. Yeah, <laughs> exactly,
1: and, and that's and that's why I labeled it as it's in there uh, to get like three strikes and, and it's off. gone.
0: It's done.
3: <laughs> He's the <rock laughs> but that's why Dorn I labeled Harmonious of shows not far off. Of it.
2: if you get the reference just just if you know you know
0: all right i sidetracked this conversation enough uh let's get it let's reel it back reel it back all right so um something that happened in uh in december well at least i think it was december maybe it was november but something that's been happening and still going on um avatar the way of water it's approaching, it's been killing it. It's been crushing in the box office, right? It's about to pass
1: Infinity War in box office sales. It's crazy. That's that's
2: incredible. Yeah, it got off yeah. to a slow start at first, though, but it's it's really rolling now.
0: Yeah, and I, I've still seen it. It's super funny, in my opinion. I I haven't watched the movie yet. I had every intention to go see it in the theaters, and I hope I get the chance to do so because people say it's just you know incredible visual masterpiece. And I mean, that's what the first one was known for. And this one's even yeah. on another level. Right. Um, so I really hope I get to do it. Cause I enjoy that series. Um, but I've seen people compare, you know, the, the rotten tomatoes, tomato rating score of it and comparing it to the puss in boots, which has scored like a 90 plus tomato rating and <laughs> avatar, I think scored like an 80. And so like, People, people love boots and boots, I guess.
1: So, (laughs) ain't no damn way.
0: (laughs) I don't know. Uh, uh, Yeah, Uh, two two completely different types of movies, right? Like, but yeah, I I just thought that was funny when I saw that comparison. I was like, come Uh, on, guys, come on.
1: I'll 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 use the term critics loosely. There. (laughs) Let's
0: see what else has been happening here.
1: Uh, well, the do we want to. Kick it off with the big one. Uh, screw it, I'll do it. Well, um, we already
2: kicked it off. We're forty-eight minutes into this. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: Forty-five, sir. Forty-five.
1: <laughs> so back on January twenty-third, uh, we had Splash Mountain officially closed, and uh, they immediately began construction for the turnaround on.
0: Yeah, yeah I tell you what, this wall's going to quick. <laughs> very quick quick and signs went down fast yep. they pulled out the 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 press penny machine was gone the signs the characters the walls were up i mean god the 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 maps the physical maps the very next day had tiana's bayou adventure coming 2024 on yep. them the very next day
2: um, oh, yeah, disney was note. ready to, to have it yeah side note, they did move the press penny machines over by uh Pecos bills
0: i just saw i saw that so they, today they just they just replaced them back over there yep yep, yeah. yeah,
2: and they even um put like a uh, blackout curtains over the tunnel windows on the uh train the train tracks, <laughs> so you can't see in there now Jeez. those clever little buggers.
0: I wonder what's gonna happen like bee. to that um i haven't seen anything about like the play area things like that like is that completely walled still off open. as well right now
2: nope it's still open okay yep uh paging mr morrow did a video of that area like a day or two after it closed and uh the play area is still open all of that behind it is still fully open and functional it's just the ride and the queue itself
3: hmm
0: well, we'll see. We're used to seeing some construction walls around Disney parks, so
2: yeah. So we'll be bidding you into
1: Bear Rabbit.
0: Yeah. Uh, how do you guys? How do you guys feel about that? Are you? Are you mixed like I am?
1: Yeah, I mean it's an iconic ride. It's one of the mountains. You know that's what Disney was known <laughs> for was conquering the mountains.
0: I saw all this, all the people like scrambling to change the mountains or calling T-shirts on Etsy. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh my god!
1: <laughs> yes, I mean, you know that that was an iconic thing. Like a a lot of people, you know, went to Disney to try and, and do those things, and then, but on the same token, I'm excited for Tiana to come in because I, me and Ryan, yeah, I think you too, Jordan. We all appreciate the Princess and the Frog. There's so many good like one liners in that movie. And just the overall mo- movie concept is really, really nice. Uh, so seeing that represented in the parks, I'm excited to see what they do with it
0: uh, as a ride. I'm hoping. Yeah. In the yeah. I'm ho- Go ahead, Ryan. Sorry.
2: I was going to say that the nostalgia in me is going to miss the splash mountain that we grew up riding as children. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, the past couple of years of me being a pass holder and, and going pretty much once a month for the past two years now, um, Seeing the state that that ride was in, like the animatronics were just way far gone, and they just had yeah. not put any time and money into them. It'll be refreshing to actually see everything be fully functional. And it will be cool agree. to be able to go through and notice if they kept any of the old ones and kind of give a nod mm-hmm. to the old ride, see if they keep some of the birds and some of the swamp critters, right. and see if anything stays. And that'll be nice little Easter eggs to be able to find. So they're. You know, in in the name of progress, uh, it's going to be a a good thing. But maybe we'll find some some nods of the head to, to, you know, the days of old.
0: Yeah, I think so. And what I'm looking forward to as well is just to see if they do anything additional with it, right? Like, I know there are plans already for Tiana's Palace and Disneyland to go alongside it. I just want to see, like, how they incorporate that into Frontierland, right? Like I'm super interested yeah. to see like, I mean, cause it's, I mean, yeah, it's kind of in a corner, it out. but it's, it's, I mean, when you go across that bridge over towards, you know, big thunder, like it's there, like it's prominent. And so I'm, I'm very interested to see how they incorporate it into the area. And then I would also like, I'd very much like them to, uh, to redevelop or continue to develop another area for restaurant, et cetera um sort of thing to just bring a new option to, to Magic Kingdom. You know, there's only a handful of options really that you could go and sit down and eat and feel good about the meal you're having. And uh, you know, I would love something inspired by New Orleans there and in Magic Kingdom. Hey.
1: Who's not to say that Pecos Bills might be on the chopping block for a retheme?
0: Just
2: think if you could get Mickey beignets at Magic Kingdom. Think oh about gosh. that for a minute. I mean just
1: Oh, that, but just yeah. Cajun food. In I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, like
0: if, if I could have half of the menu that's over at Port Orleans, Port Orleans which we yes. just talked about in our last episode, yes. and if I could have that in in the middle of the day Magic Kingdom, oh my goodness!
2: Yeah, like, cosmic rays everything. would never be a, a factor in my in oh, my no. book ever again.
1: No, correct. No, correct. I mean, that you can mobile order it too, man. Come
0: on. Yeah, I'll tell you though that the hidden gem at Pecos Bill is that Walkin Taco that. That's the Ooh, hidden gem right there. That's it a hitter. Is. I mean, that'll feed your family.
2: <laughs> it's and like we got buck. food tracked. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
3: <laughs>
0: it happens. <laughs>
2: the pork carnitas uh, taco plate's good, too, though. Oh,
0: yeah. That's actually where we ate our meal when we did the Keys to the Kingdom tour. We had our meal there, and it was it was super nice. We need to talk about that bring soon, Bring back by the, the way. buffet. <laughs> oh, God, please. Uh I read a whole article once on, like, how to maximize, you know, your bang for your buck, basically, and Peco's bill was number one. And it was just because mm-hmm. you just loaded up the free nacho bar. <laughs> yep. Like, this
1: segment yeah. brought to you by Off the monorails Rails, hashtag food track. <laughs> Go buy the shirt, please. I like it.
0: Uh, <laughs> so, uh, speaking of some construction walls, tafiti... She's uh she's alive and well in, in Epcot now.
1: Looks great too. I mean, spot on to the movie.
0: Yeah. I mean she looks like she was literally plucked out of the movie. Um I tried to get a glimpse of her while we were at Epcot this past weekend, but I couldn't. I couldn't get close enough to a placement.
1: Yeah, we've we found out that uh going towards the land pavilion, yeah, gives you the best sightline to it. Yeah, uh, I think most about that popcorn stand where Win, uh, Winnie the Pooh is usually in yeah. the uh, field over there.
0: And, yeah, he was actually over there trying to catch butterflies when we were there the other day. um That's great. That was so good. Um, but I think the best perspective is from the monorails passing through there, and then obviously you can see the yeah. whole construction site, and you can see see her as well as you pass through. Um, but that was something right that the other day, actually we we were, we weren't affected directly, but while we were at Epcot on last Saturday for festival of the arts, it was really weird to, to not see monorails rolling around that place, uh, because that, uh, they had a monorail outage at Walt Disney world for, you know, about 24 hours or so.
1: I'll take things you don't see very often for 2,400
0: boss. <laughs> um, yeah, it was just um how how would you feel that it, what what was the what was, what was actually happening with them that they were basically uh only going like 5 miles an hour and shaking? Yeah, that's
1: what that I like seen. a power grid issue.
2: Yeah. Uh that's it was suspected to be a um unexpected power outage, but I'm sure there'll be more news on that.
3: Yeah, I mean, how would you like that's to be one deal, of those though.
0: passengers? Yeah. <laughs> like Oh god! Well, then, like, if you're staying, if you booked, you know, you booked one of those monorail loop resorts, and you're like, I'm gonna take the monorail to everywhere that I yep. need to go, and then you can't do it. Oh boy, I would not be happy. Yes,
2: services here I come. Yeah, for real, dude.
1: Disney gift cards here I for come. Real. Reimbursements, yeah, here I come. For real. Sprinkles I mean, that and was one thing, on you,
2: Mickey.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, and kind of related, right? Like, I know it's planned. But, you know, when we were, you know, I was looking at, you know, hotels and things like that for, uh, for this weekend and I was like, all right, like I, you know, my kids are still the age where they need to, you know, a mid, a midday nap does them very good things, right? Like Mm -hmm. serves them very well. So I try to make sure that that happens as often as possible, especially when we planned on staying late for fireworks at night. Everyone could use a nap, even even daddy could use a nap. So um, I love the convenience of having Disney transportation, like a Skyliner, for example, to be able just to take from the park directly to a hotel. I don't have to get in the car. I don't have to drive anywhere. I just load them in there straight to the room. And because it was planned outage and maintenance for the Skyliner for the full week last week, I couldn't stay at Caribbean beach because I wasn't about to spend the money to stay there and have to ride a bus or drive to Epcot anyways.
2: So no way in hell. (laughs)
0: Let me just tell you, man, like it's just like, it made it very abundantly clear that just how important that transportation (laughs) there being there can really like make or break your trip or at least your day. Right. So those people that were depending on that monorail to get them to and from everywhere, yeah. I feel for them, man. I feel yeah. for them because
2: because they dump some coin for the uh, resort loop. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> hotels, man! Like this,
0: yeah. I mean, you just like. And, I mean, it just puts a kink in your plans. Like, even if you weren't yeah. staying in those resorts, but you like had this plan in place, like just like us, right? Like, we're, we'll, we'll sometimes like we'll get these intricate plans of like, all right, we're gonna go here at this time because we can then take the monorail over here and we can go to you know we can jump over to the Epcot monorail right. and go over to Epcot right. and we come mm-hmm. back over and come back to our car that's at Magic Kingdom or TTC or wherever, right? Like, we can come up with these elaborate plans, and for that to happen, that is gone. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah.
1: I, mm. So lessons here that need to be learned number one pay attention to the Disney World website because they will tell you about player outages number two make sure you listen to our podcast on (laughs) the importance of Disney provided transportation like the Skyliner and the monorail and just exactly how important they are to your reservation yeah and
0: your stay listen to any of our uh, resort talk episodes and you will find out quickly Uh, How how much transportation plays into uh, which resort you select? It's so
1: crucial, more than you think.
2: (laughs) Yeah. At this point, we've covered every resort except one, so we've got we got we're going to tackle that last one together at some point this year, and we'll be able to cover the whole spectrum.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, and because I got to drive, I got the pleasure of driving to. Uh, Epcot, because I elected to stay off property because of the Skyliner being closed. Um, I did get to see the redesigned Epcot marquee. Yes, and looks nice, very clean. And the new, uh, the new parking areas have also been rethemed to uh, new themes of Earth and space. So you got Earth on one side, space on the other, and you've got multiple characters representing each one. So you got like Wally, uh, you've got Rocket, and we got Gamora representing space. Um, you got Earth. Uh, well, sorry, I think Eve is representing space there, and then Wally is representing Earth along with some other people. I don't know who I can't remember. We parked we parked in Rocket, uh, and then we went back that night. We parked in Wally, um, but. It was uh it was fun to see like the new signs and the new you know, the new markings on the on the ground in the parking lot areas and the new styling and, and the you know the the font work and things like that from a from a from a creative mind and designer's mind. Yeah. Like I have to I have to play that role um a lot at my job. Uh it was fun to see you know creative aspect and that come to life there. So
2: yeah. Um, uh, while we're talking about epcot um the new annual pass holder magnet that has dropped early in the year the um the dumbo magnet it's a nice cute pink magnet get it from the creation shop from 9 a.m to 9 Mm p.m i'm gonna get mine this weekend
0: can't wait um i would mention i would say huge dumbo fan (laughs) yeah so is mine and i and so is my wife and i would recommend going if you're going to be there later in the day do it then um when you go to get yours but they are on a first come first serve basis i'm not sure how many they have uh but they are doing it in just a regular line so old school days no no uh virtual line that you get in um through the app or anything like that it's literally a lineup by creation shop so man and
2: and the one they did for orange bird at disney springs this past summer um that
0: one was so good because I literally walked up and just got it.
1: <laughs> yeah. It
0: was yeah. So I, good.
1: I mean. I think that was a better experience. I
0: mean, I waited in a line that lasted maybe five minutes or so. So it wasn't terrible. That's not bad. Um, I will say, though, the people managing that line for Disney. Yeah, kudos to them. <laughs> well, not exactly. It- um, they thought that they were like on the like most world's most critical mission to save mankind lining up TSA people agents. Yeah. They, they were, they were like, they were managing that line. And like, it was the, the most important thing on this planet. I'll just this say that. I'm just saying, and they were having a rough time managing it, but they thought they were having the best time managing it. I'll just put it that way. It, it left a lot to be desired, um, and I, it wasn't a great experience. Uh, so, Twenty so that
2: <laughs> So they were channeling their inner Paul Blart.
0: <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> something like that. So that's all I'll say. But it was nice to get a new magnet. It's always nice.
1: So now every time you look at it, you'll be reminded of that experience.
0: Oh yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's
2: great. Goes right to the so one. the um the. First time in forever a Frozen sing along at For Hollywood Studios. the first Studios.
0: time in forever,
2: I love that show. It's it's hilarious. It's so good. But, um, your, they just your daughter, daughter back was up. It? Oh yeah, I actually have a video of her like belting every note of Let It we
0: Go. We need, I, <laughs> we need to showcase her. All I, might, I might
2: plug her on the socials because that'll probably that'll probably tug some heartstrings because she is it's, a cutie. A, it
0: could be insta famous.
2: And she was in her Elsa dress, so it was full flex. But um <laughs> that to be um, They had a they had a short little um downtime uh in the past week or so and they just freshly opened up with new seats and carpet.
0: It needed so they it. they went through and, it. Needed oh yeah, it. yeah. yeah.
2: There's a lot of sweaty asses hitting them seats to go in there and cool off. So, they, <laughs> <laughs> they, give me the snow. I, I have, I have been that sweaty ass a time or two. It gets nice and cool in that building. But it, it was, it was needed. Um, so I will check that out whenever I go this weekend because we're going to Hollywood Studios. I cannot
0: wait. That's awesome. Speaking of Frozen, one thing as we were walking through uh, Festival of the Arts the other day. Um, You know how they have these performing arts that we've talked about in our preview episode, where they'll just kind of pop up randomly throughout World Showcase, playing different things or doing different things. Uh, They had an artist; they had basically a little three-piece band um, in the near the uh, booth that's in the Germany pavilion, like right next to the Germany pavilion. And the 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 singer was a was a lady, and she was singing. Show yourself, but she was singing it in German. It was Ooh. pretty cool, like just to have like the cultural because, like, obviously, like you knew the song as you were walking towards the sound. You you knew the tune, and then so you start singing it. You know, as they're as they're singing, and then when you stop singing, just to listen to them singing, and you realize that's not English. <laughs> it was great, <laughs> like I loved it. It was like. This is what it's supposed to be, right? Like you're, you're in this culture, so they're doing it in their language. It was just, I don't know, just a little side note. It was just, it was really cool. So if you're going to Festival of the Arts, be on the lookout for things like that. You never know what you're going to find. And it's, it's really fun.
1: They usually hidden gyms too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So for, for resorts, we were talking about a little, some resorts just a little bit. Um, one thing that has happened at deluxe resorts is mouse keeping has returned finally uh this was some more value yeah this is something that basically went away because of covid and then when they reopened the resorts they went to a a light cleaning that you could elect on every other day or for dvc uh, members it was every four days you would get a light cleaning every day uh, where you get basically the trash taken out um if you wanted anything done if you needed towels anything like that you'd have to call and ask for everything uh, but now the deluxe resorts, um, the full housekeeping, which is the housekeeping and things like that, uh, has returned for everyday cleaning. Uh, so it is nice when you are at the parks all day long, you're hot. The last thing you want to do is come back to the room, and pick it all up, right Like from the night before or whatever. And um, it's nice to be able to to have a staff in place that um, that does that. And uh, super appreciated. You know, I for one appreciate it very, very much. And so, um, so yeah, it's returned to all the deluxe resorts at Walt Disney world and hopefully soon it'll trickle down to the moderates and the values.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, also on the docket, uh, we have refurb scheduled at animal kingdom lodge Kidani village, uh, from February through September. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, be on the lookout for those, make sure you plan accordingly.
0: Yeah, I'll actually be impacted by this. We're staying at Kidani um in March. Um uh so uh, just about halfway through March, uh, just after uh St. Patrick's Day. So um we'll be doing a, a two part split stay trip at uh Polynesian Resort for a few nights and then we'll be at Kidani for a few nights. So Ooh, that sounds phenomenal. Interesting to see. Hey, I'm I had to put flexing. that uh I had to put those D V C points to use, boys. So Hey, hey so, so did you uh, book this prior hey, to
2: knowing there was going to be a refurbishment or was there like a, point no, yeah, yeah, for? yeah. I
0: I booked, no, I, I booked prior to knowing the refurbishment was scheduled. Um, but, uh, so I don't know, like, we'll see w- what they're doing. I had no idea. It's probably the right. light refurb that's already scheduled for the DVC resorts. They follow a certain cadence uh for a light refurb right. every few years and they yeah, do they just a finish refurb a every, every 10, in. I think. Um so we'll uh we'll see uh what it's all about but hey maybe we'll uh you know we might get we got I have a one bedroom uh Savannah view booked currently maybe we'll get upgraded you never know uh so hey. you know i I'll, I'll take it on the you know I'll look at it as a positive and see you see what happens uh but you know we're we're not doing for right now at least not much as planned uh, besides enjoying the resort and the amenities and the food especially. Uh There's Kidani is also home there. to my favorite um, Disney pool, which may actually be a episode topic here in the future. I may <laughs> spoil that a little bit. But um it's um it's uh it's really it's really a great area. It's a really great hotel. It's the reason why we chose it as our home resort when we put purchased our uh, resale contract uh, through uh, through the DVC um, resale market, and so yeah, I'm looking forward to that stay. But hopefully, we won't be impacted too much. But I will be sure to capture anything uh, that is going on at the resort, so people, other people, can follow along and be made aware of. So
3: yeah. yeah.
1: So now one thing you did capture, though, you captured that uh, Trails End is closing in the spring over at Fort Wilderness. Yeah. You paid a visit. Uh, Big sad. Final thoughts. respects. Yeah. Yeah. Final respects. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, it was announced on the on Saturday while we were at Festival of the Arts, um, and so I, I immediately, as soon as I saw the announcement, I immediately looked for a reservation uh, for for the next day <laughs> uh, for breakfast, as you should have. And so I got it. Got the opportunity to go um, and visit at least one more time. Hopefully, I can make it again. Uh, before they close uh, i'm hoping i can go there very in march but i think they said that it's going to close in the spring so i anticipate it being closed in march sometime in pretty march. early um, yeah. and so yeah it, just to catch up anyone that didn't hear the full news story uh, trails Inn, which is at fort wilderness it's been open nearly 50 years been open nearly as long as fort wilderness resort has um, it is a sit-down table service restaurant uh, it used to be so uh, prior to COVID, it was a sit down restaurant with a buffet. Um, and Correct. then when they reopened from COVID, they turned into this family style. Essentially you just get these giant skillets uh, that the whole, for, that serves the whole table. And then you could reorder as much as you care to enjoy. Um, and it's got some great food. We've talked about it a lot on this uh, podcast. We've got some episodes that highlight it in very full detail when we've stayed at Fort wilderness a lot um it's great food super great value yeah. um it's a great way to you know unwind when you're staying at fort wilderness either you know yeah,
1: right by the water the marina yeah
0: and yeah. and when you're when you're a guest at fort wilderness resort you're either you know in a campsite in an rv or in a cabin right and so the all the all all three of those options you know utilize a lot of your own cooked meals. And so during those stays, it is nice to be able to step away from the kitchen and go and sit down and have a meal there at the resort oh, yeah. and not have to travel anywhere. Yeah, um, Or bring
1: it back to your cabin. Yeah. You can do the PJ's P and J's
0: takeout there. Uh, from there. Yeah. Um, but it's super nice just to be able to sit down, have a good meal and just, I mean, you could gorge yourself if you want to, which I like to do sometimes, especially from there. <laughs> Super good food. Um so good. but I so I'm gonna miss it because they are converting this now into a they're calling this a marketplace concept, which is basically gonna be a quick service, you know, is what I yep. imagine. I imagine it'd be something kind of like uh what Port Orleans has, right? Where you have these different yep, selections, geez. these different options you can walk up and, and order different menus from. Um so yeah, that's what I envision it's going to be. Um, I, I don't know what happens to the food truck options because of this, because that's essentially what the food trucks offer right now, right? So, do the food trucks go away when they do the, when they finish this conversion? I like the food truck concept being there at Fort Wilderness as a little walk up too. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, I, I have my opinion is is that it's you know they probably it's it's absolutely a money play first foremost oh, yeah. right it's absolutely a money play um you know, especially with hoop to do Well,
1: exactly uh, Be cover back open exactly is a direct kitchen yeah, they directive. share a kitchen,
0: so share a kitchen does that affect and the menu for them. Well, Hoopty do for what they've said is not going to be impacted whatsoever from this. Correct. So that yep. means that they're just going to turn and they'll just force people that want to sit down.
1: Yeah. They're going to force, force them,
0: them over up. to hoop to do review, which they just reopened. So they got to find a way to make sure that they ha- have the ability to pay all these performers that they just hired back on. Right. For being closed yep. for two years. So what a better way than to just make it the only restaurant available on the resort. So. Ding, ding. So
2: not for nothing. Hoop to do is all you can drink beer. <laughs> so <laughs> yes
0: I did learn that very recently and so excited dear. to uh super excited to go and check that out um
2: i'll make them go broke for that
0: me too so i think it's a little bit of that i think that maybe they probably weren't seeing the traffic that they wanted to at trails end right like it was one of those that like for me right like i literally it was like two or three o'clock in the afternoon the day before and i booked a, re- a breakfast reservation super easily right like so it's one of those you could always get a reservation if you really wanted to right mm-hmm. um and so i think that tells you a little bit of the story too i do feel sorry for the yeah. cast members that have been there years i mean the customers that i've you know interacted with the you know six seven times that i've been to that restaurant um a lot of them been there for a number of years like 20 plus years um so yeah. I feel I feel bad for those guys. I, I hopefully they'll they'll place them in the right in right type of environment. And then I, what I hope is because when we were there on Sunday, uh, waiting for our reservation time, uh, the kids were enjoying the playground that's right there across the, across the road. Um, and I was taking a look around because some of the walls that were there kind of surrounding that's kind of surrounded the beach area, sort of.
1: Oh, the reflect the reflections. Well. Uh,
0: some of that had been removed. So they opened oh. some of this green space back up. All the beachfront there has been, wow. has been opened back up too. That's been like three that to time. four years. So a lot more. The, there are some, the, of course the scrims and everything are still, and the fencing is still there as you move further towards the back of that complex of Pioneer Hall complex. Um, it, the fence continues on where Reflections is supposed to be built, right? The, we'll call it the Reflections Resort site. What my hope is, is that because they're only making hoopty Do Review the only restaurant, the sit-down place, right, in Fort Wilderness area, the only other option you have right now is to take a bus from Pioneer Hall over to Wilderness Lodge, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping that this means that they're about to start work on that reflection site. And then, of course, they would have other res- restaurant right there and walking distance available to those guests. or
2: golf cart distance.
0: Yeah. Something right. Oh, like, man. yeah. So that's what my hope is, is that I would hope that that is being developed and going to start place soon. Cause all the concrete footers and everything are there for, for that right. resort. They've already been done. Um, it's there's a, there's a great video. There's a guy I can't remember off the top of my head right now, but I'll leave a link in the episode description. Um, not sponsor anything. I just love the way he, he, he did the video. Um, but he essentially did a, a basically like Disney abandoned video on reflections and just like where the project lies today versus everything in its history and kind of how it fits in to that whole area of Fort wilderness. Um, and so I'll leave a link to that YouTube video in the episode description because uh, it's really, really interesting. But, yeah, I I I kind of I love that area in general, right? Like, it just kind of speaks to my soul. Right. So I really want that that resort to become a thing and, and go and spend time there because I need that in my life. So,
1: yeah. And not only that, but let's say that that resort does get created and let's let's just ponder the idea that uh Fort Wilderness gets an additional restaurant on property that's it just increasing the value of staying at Fort Wilderness that much more than what it already is
0: oh yeah when you have access to Big time. to two hotels is two other resorts essentially via yeah. bus golf cart or boat yeah 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 and, and think about
1: this what what if they could connect like a roadway, like how they do with Fort wilderness to uh wilderness lodge. Oh yeah. You know, being able to connect to
0: another uh, resort. Well, yeah. I mean, it would be yeah. right there. I mean like that's that, ho- that resort site is literally behind pioneer hall. Right. Like, so yeah, it's going to be right there. So you'd, you'd have a walking path. Like there's no way they would build that without that walking path because I mean, that's why the tri- tri-circle D ranch got moved to where it is. Because they have yeah. they have it right there, I mean it's literally that, and if if the styling of tri Circle D Ranch is the you know is the idea of what that other resort is going to be or is supposed to be i'm I'm here for it, and I love it, yeah, and I mean, Justin, you're very familiar with that with that roadway over to where <laughs> yeah
1: yeah, there were some mistakes <laughs> made. <laughs> But yeah, we won't embellish on it, but a (laughs) mistake was made. Well, yeah, don't don't trust uh, Google or uh, Apple
0: Maps.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Just
1: I'll leave that out there.
0: Might take you down some roads you're not supposed to be on.
1: (laughs) Correct. It's the lake. You'll not be able to pass.
3: (laughs) It's the lake! (laughs) (laughs) Office reference. <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> yeah. Let's just say, uh, you shall not pass. <laughs> you must turn around and drive back through the two lane traffic.
2: Well, you can't forget the bus access road at Caribbean Beach too. Yeah, remember mm-hmm. that one.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that oh, I remember. Time. I thought I was in Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh man!
2: Last but not and we least find new territories.
1: Though. Come on, <laughs> I drive a Chevy, so you know I got to live up to it. Find new roads. Oh come
2: God. on. <laughs> Do it for Dale.
3: <laughs>
2: so, last on the list for today, we got the Roundup Rodeo, which is slated to open March twenty third, and it is going to be yet again another family style restaurant. This one's going to be nestled in Toy Story Land at Hollywood Studios, so yep. this is going to be one I'll be interested to go try because it seems oh, yep. to get, get get some pretty good hype. So they better have some good barbecue.
0: Yeah, well, and I mean, it's just going to do wonders for that area. Not only, I mean, you think about the park in general. Hollywood Studios has how many sit down restaurants? Three, like true order from a menu sit down. They bring it to your table restaurants.
2: Yeah, not many. Other than what? The so, Brown Derby, uh, 50s prime time,
0: and... Um, uh, Sci-Fi. So, yeah, and you've got the um, Hollywood and Vine. Yeah. Yeah. So four. That's it. Yeah. So, I mean, this is going to be a huge addition to that park overall, but especially Toy Story oh, Land, that's huge. right? Because... I mean, right now, all you got is Woody's lunchbox, which is in the blazing sun. <laughs> you know, like yep. no coverage. Um, good, good food there coming out of that out of that quick service, but that ain't bad. Yeah, that's that's it. So it's gonna be nice to have an in park option that you can feel good about and sit down and enjoy uh, enjoy a good meal. And this will be the first one that's that's family style right like they'll have they hollywood vine has the buffet um but this will be the first family style meal in in hollywood studios um and just i mean i'm very interested to see who's doing the menu right like who who came up with the menu concept and who like the how how the barbecue actually is um i for one would have pushed for uh you know for like the People from Polite Pig okay. or something to come in and do the barbecue or something for you. And maybe they are and they're just not gonna advertise it, but I mean you know that's what I what would
2: looking at the looking at the menu and stuff and the food offerings that uh Disney Food Blog rolled out with the announcement of the full menu, it almost looks like what they took away from Trails Inn for dinner. Yeah. Almost. <laughs> if you yeah. look at it, there's the brisket, the ribs, the chicken, the cornbread.
0: Well let's just go through the let's Yeah, we've got the the menu published, so let's just go through the menu. Yeah, let's get food tracked. (laughs) So for starters, you've got the Prospector's Homemade Cheddar Biscuits with a sweet pepper jelly that they're served with. Ooh. uh, Yeah, that sweet pepper jelly I would like to try. Um, You've got salads for the table to enjoy. So you get a tomato salad. Uh, So it's just got tomatoes, cucumbers, pickled red onions, and tossed in a balsamic vinaigrette. You've got Rex's romaine and kale salad, uh, which is mixed with okay, green apples, yeah. pumpkin seeds, dried cranberries, green goddess dressing. I could get behind that. That, and then you also have a watermelon salad, uh, basically watermelon and and mint leaves. Um, so, and then so you feel pretty good about those items. Feel pretty good about those starters and. Um,
1: I think you'll feel even better after you fill your <laughs> belly with some house smoked meat. Yes. That's what we're here for, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen.
0: So evil doctor smoked ribs. <laughs> Cause evil doctor pork chop. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> <great>. <laughs> so good. Um, buttercups beef brisket. Uh, w, There's a sausage in my boot, <laughs> which is the <laughs> spiced pork sausage. Um, and they, they uh, uh, flash grill it over live Oak. Uh, so that would give it a nice little extra kick, and then yep. uh, you've got barbecue chicken with style, uh, instead of falling with style. Toy Story one reference. Yeah. So chicken brined for forty eight hours, rubbed with our secret backyard oh. barbecue spice, and smoked to tender juiciness. I mean, come
2: on. And then they've also uh, got some um, plant based offerings. Uh, oh, yeah, starting off with uh, the slow smoked cauliflower. That is topped with a harissa drizzle and a crunchy mm. walnut gremolata. Mm. So that sounds pretty interesting. I might try that. that.
0: Oh,
3: yeah.
2: Then they have uh, like a bratwurst uh, alternative and um, an impossible rib chop, which is impossible meat, which I mean, all the impossible meats I've tried at Epcot were amazing. Yeah. Um, this one's right. seasoned with spices and roasted with a, a glazed barbecue, sweet uh, barbecue sauce. And then skewered on a sugar cane bone. Oh my God. Well, that's interesting. Oh,
0: so it looks like a presentation, that. but it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Sugar cane's awesome. have never had it. Yeah. Side note. And then they got their sides. They got the married spuds, which is loaded <laughs> potato barrels. <laughs> oh, come on. Drizzled I'm with green gauze, dressing. <laughs>
0: cheese sauce
2: and barbecue spice.
0: I mean, yeah. Give me some potatoes with some cheese sauce on top of it. Oh, yeah. We're good.
2: They got the force field fried (laughs) pickles. So those are jumbo uh, pickle spears that are uh, coated with a dill flavored breading and fried. Sounds good. I like fried pickles. They got the slinky dog mac and cheese. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it says on the menu. It's got like 20 O's. spiral pasta in a creamy house-made cheese sauce topped with crumbled cheddar crackers. Ooh. Double That's you. The kids are going to love that and so will I. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. And they got the buck and baked beans which are just your traditional barbecue beans.
3: Then they yeah, got the plant-based. cowpoke
2: corn on the cob grilled and seasoned with a chili lime spice blend. So this is and it's got uh, cilantro, cotilla cheese That's a and lime juice. So this is like corn. a street corn almost. Yep. Yeah. I'm down with it. Oh, yeah. Then they got some mean old tater salad <laughs> with red skin <laughs> potatoes.
3: Stop it, stop it, you mean old potato.
2: <laughs> they got your classic veggie Another slaw. Another story one reference. And then they got some uh, campfired roasted vegetables. So just like a variety of roasted vegetables mm. that are seasonal. So those could probably rotate throughout the year, whatever's uh, available for the season.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Let's talk about some desserts. Yummy. Look at so the they've desserts. got... What does it remind yeah. you
2: of? What does it remind <laughs> you of? Trails in.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, with the with the individual yeah. cups. The jar. Yep. yep. Looks just yep. like it. So they've got the cupcake a la Forky, which is essentially a Forky uh, topped uh, yeah, cupcake. It's cute. It's a, yeah, yeah. It's a, a chocolate cake. It yeah, has different faces, to And a, a chocolate ganache center. Topped with a graham cracker buttercream and a sugar, cre- sugar cookie that looks Ooh. like Forky, um, and a little Twizzler,
2: uh, little Twizzler um, arms for like the pipe cleaners. Oh yeah, um, I like that.
0: I heard that dish was trash.
2: Really. <laughs> Uh, You know what? You know what? You got me. Man, live on air. You got me.
3: Leave this in. Don't edit it. (laughs) Um, Thank you,
2: Jordan. You're welcome.
0: I needed that. They've they've got a lemon and blueberry cheesecake. Uh, Yep, just give me that. I'll take that all day. Billy's chocolate silk pie, graham cracker crust, chocolate mousse, Chantilly cream. Okay, uh, Give me that. goats, apple pie, tart apples, warm pie s- spices and a creamy sweet filling under crumble crust. All right. W and then uh, Gruff's peach strawberry pie. Okay, so you got sweet peaches, cool. strawberries and it's a, f- a plant based uh, dessert. Looks like a little bit of whipped topping to boot. So love it. Yeah. And then, of course, so we're gonna wash
1: it down with some drinks here. Yeah, got buddy. some uh yeah, we got the uh grown-up craft cocktails. So we have uh first on the docket snake eye margarita. Uh it is inspired by a summertime barbecue featuring watermelon, smoke, and a bit of spice. Okay, so very, very interesting there. Not bad. Uh rum punch, uh, which is uh rum punch with vibrant flavors of passion fruit. And pineapple finished with a smoky spiced garnish. So very, very fruity. Uh, Yeah, Mm -hmm. sounds great. Uh, Chocolate with a grown-up twist. Please. uh, Which is a blend of chocolate rum, horchata liqueur, cocoa, and flavors of toasted marshmallow. So this is a W all around. Uh, Next up is a frozen peanut butter and jelly. (laughs) Uh, It's a fun frozen twist on the classic peanut butter and jelly. Featuring peanut butter whiskey. Uh, Very, very interested in trying that. know a
0: little bit about that. (sighs) Oh yeah. Yeah, We know a
1: little bit about it. (laughs) Next up is a whiskey lemonade, which is a fresh take on a strawberry lemonade made with Tennessee whiskey and Italian bitter aperitif. So I'm not sure what that last little bit is, but it sounds very uh, tasty as well. Uh, Next up is the rodeo mule. So you have your, your mule in there. If you're into that, uh, then a selection of beer, hard cider, and wines by the glass are available. And for those into non-alcoholic offerings, we have the Molly's Frozen Iced Tea. Uh, just a classic iced tea with some citrus flavoring. Uh, frozen Cocoa, uh, which is a frozen blend of cocoa and vanilla topped with miniature marshmallows. Pretty much what you would come to expect. And what I'm kind of curious on, the party Sorus Rex Strawberry Lemonade is even more fun when you garnish it with gummy worms.
3: am <laughs> a happy
1: pepper. Yeah. Yep. So we know what the kids will be
0: having. Yeah. It um, Solid I mean, lineup. I, I'm excited. I'm excited for it. I definitely mm, am anxious to try it and hopefully it's good. I, I like to, to put up, I mean, like those meats, right? Like I want to put those up against the carnivore skillet from whispering canyon i mean that's essentially like what that is up against in my opinion Yeah. yeah so which is delicious at whispering canyon so hopefully they do it right hopefully i mean honestly they could literally just take those recipes and just bring them over there and i wouldn't bat an eye like just let me have it there That'd be fine with
2: me. I'm curious to see what the price point is that they roll this out at. So that, that's going to be one to.
0: Okay, ponder. you want to throw out your guess?
2: Yeah, I'll say it's going to be probably equivalent. And it's to It's not Whispering characters, Canyon.
0: right? It's not going to be character, right?
2: That's why I'm saying I'm gonna I'm gonna put it up against like Whispering Canyon, close to that with, with their price point, All as right. far as the family style platters go.
0: Yeah. So if it's Whispering Canyon, their skillets are $38 for the all-you-care-to-enjoy skillet. Um, yeah. I put, which I put doesn't with, include – those don't include uh, starters or desserts, though. Ooh,
2: forty nine ninety nine final offer. Yeah. Justin,
0: what do you think?
1: Probably looking like $30 to $40, $45, 50 uh, Probably no more than fifty, I would imagine.
0: I think for I think for the adults for for just the standard price, I think this is going to be sixty nine dollars. I think it's going to be comparable to the character meal that you get at uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge or Animal Kingdom. You bring
1: up a good question. Are
2: there characters involved in this?
1: Yeah, they haven't said
0: they haven't said if it's going to be a character meal or sure. not. Um, I'm going to anticipate with characters, that. I
2: could see it being justified at that price. Like we're not right. justified in my opinion, but that price point with character dining being right. consistent with like Tusker house or something.
0: Yeah. Tusker house is uh, right at 60, I think, um, for the buffet, the character buffet there. Um, mm-hmm. and essentially being or a like buffet that you user. Just, yeah. Um, I, I mean, because you get everything included, um, yeah, and it's and it's new. I could easily see it. Uh, the only thing, of course, that's not going to be included are the beverages, right? Like, is your is your cocktails, but like that's going to be. Yeah, I think it's going to be sixty nine dollars. Time will tell. It will. What would if would you would you eat here if it's higher? Oh, priced? absolutely. Yeah. yeah. If it's higher,
1: uh, I'm mean, definitely going to, to try it, yeah. it out. Uh, then, uh, depending on. The quality of the food, the the service, the uh, atmosphere, theming—you know—all the stuff that we come to appreciate when we do these uh, dining uh, reservations—I think they all play a factor into us returning and justifying the price values.
0: Yeah, I think you're going to pay a little extra because it's in Toy Story Land. It's inside the park, not at a resort, um, and it, because it's new, I think you're just going to—it's going to have a premium on it there too. So. I agree. Um. So yeah, we'll see how it is. Um, uh, and it reservations at this time are not available yet. They've Correct. given us a, an opening date, uh, but they have not said when reservations will be available to book for guests. Uh, but it does open on March twenty third. So
1: I would think that they would like roll out for DVC uh, members or. Uh, You know, something like that, like a a specialized uh, opportunity for them to book first uh, and then slowly roll it out to the general public. I think that's probably what's on the docket.
0: I think we should be able to go first. Like, let's just write, let's just write to Josh.
1: Media Day, Disney, let's hit us up. Yeah.
0: So, why not?
1: We will be happy to get food tracked and
0: cover that. (laughs) Yeah. So, that is most of the Disney news and events that have been happening over the past uh, few weeks, and so it was nice to just sit down and actually go through some of this today, guys. It was uh, it was good.
1: In January was a busy month for Disney and the parks. Yeah, so new year, new lot goals. Of, a lot of good stuff.
2: Oh yeah, new new regime. So there's a lot of moving parts right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and they're all trending in the right direction, in my opinion, so far.
0: Yeah, yeah, we're looking good. We'll, uh, we'll, of course, continue to keep track and break anything down that we that we hear or that comes about. Uh, so make sure that you're following us once again on the socials, uh, Twitter, Instagram at Off the Monorails, so you can see some of that breaking news as we can report it. Before we go today, let's uh, take the opportunity uh, to tell you about some of our affiliates and the companies that we are working with to help bring the show to you, uh, beginning with 1901 Candle Company. Uh, You can find a link to their shop in our episode description. Um, And they are making Disney and pop culture inspired candles. Uh, They smell fantastic. They have a variety of scents. Um, So they really have something for everyone. So go check them out. Um, Get your place smelling good. Uh, Their candles last a long time. We're real customers of this company. Uh, There's some great people over there and they're making a great product. So go check them out. Give them some love. Uh, And they're, uh, you know, our listeners, they're giving our listeners 15% off your order. So just for listening to us, Check them out, click the link in the episode description, use the coupon code, and save 15% on your order today. Uh, They'd appreciate it, and we would too.
2: Yeah, and um, we'd also like to give a shout out to our friends over at Electric City Roasting Co. They are a small batch coffee producer out of Scranton, Pennsylvania, and um, they're once again just uh, bringing out the heavy hitters with their rotational um, blend of, of different coffees. Uh, they mm-hmm. still have their Winterfest seasonal release out right now. But uh, ahead of Valentine's Day, they are now advertising their Tiamo roast, which is so more good. of like a, a French roast, which is the, mm-hmm. you know, French is the language of love. So um, that'd be a good one to get for a loved one for the Valentine's Day season. Um, it's uh, it's it's great coffee. All of it's great coffee. But um, mm-hmm. the Tiamo is a little bit more of a darker French roast, got more bold body. But uh, yeah, they're a, they're a specialty coffee association accredited company, and they are a proud women-owned company. And if, uh, if you use our, our code OTMCOFFEE20 and load your card up, we can save you 20% on your first order. And we will leave an affiliate link in the episode description. So uh, do yourself a favor. You can choose whatever kind of bean you want. If you want whole bean or a coarse grind, fine grind for an espresso machine. They've got everything you need. Just go load that card up and save yourself twenty percent. Yeah,
0: and if you're if you're a coffee snob too, on their site they, I mean, they break down everything about the these coffees and the, its origin, from where it comes from, uh, how it's processed. I mean, even the size of the farm and the altitude that it is grown at. I mean, like it is like they have it down to y- you knowing exactly where these beans are coming from and how they're being processed and sold to you, Uh, which I, which I appreciate as a coffee snob. So uh, go, uh, go, go check these guys out. They are, they make some great, great coffee. They're the
1: real deal with the coffee, the coffee game. Uh, While you're in the episode descriptions, uh, we have some other travel related affiliates listed down below, uh, ranging from clothing to uh, backpacks, all that good stuff and in between. So if you're in the market to get some additional vacation items and uh, some additional uh, travel wear, please check those affiliate links out in the episode description and tell them that off the monorails have sent you.
0: Yeah, we'd appreciate that. Uh, Also, if you'd like to support the show, uh, you can do so by buying us a coffee. There's a link in the episode description. Uh, just click that support link. It'll take you to our Buy Us Coffee page. And there, it'll allow you to donate to the show and buy us a virtual, quote-unquote, coffee. And by doing so, uh, you directly support the show and its operations, our ability to go and do things like go to Festival of the Arts and try as many food items as we humanly possibly can eat. Or uh, go do other things that we can go and and review th- things for you so that you can make Uh, better decisions on your next Disney trip or vacation Uh, so it helps us uh, basically just support you guys and our everyday operations to run uh, the show and everything we do with it Uh, so if you feel led to do so and contribute uh, it is very much appreciated Uh, a special shout out and thank you goes to all those that have uh, donated so far Um, it truly truly means a lot to us uh, that people take the time and and donate to the show and it helps, it helps a lot. So I uh, truly, truly appreciate it. And uh, we also are developing and finalizing uh, some other ways that you can help support the show through membership programs, things like that. So uh, stay tuned for that in the very near future uh, as we'll uh, roll some more details out around that. And of course uh, we'd like to remind you to go, if you haven't already subscribe to the show. If you're listening to us on a, a podcast platform like Apple Podcasts or Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, make sure you're following the show or subscribe to the show. Uh, make sure you've left us a review. Click the, click the rating. Uh, click those stars. It literally takes a second. Click those stars. It helps us uh, reach a, a larger audience and help other people. And if you would like to help those people too, take a take a few minutes and and write up a little review type it up and and let people know what you think about the show uh it also lets us know what you think about the shows and which direction we can try to take some things with so uh just again Take a, take a second to do that. It truly helps out a lot. Uh, it helps the algorithm and feeds the al- algorithm and feeds our show out to more and more people. And that's what we want to do. We just want to try to capture a, a larger audience and as large audience as we can so we can help as many people as possible and hopefully uh, make them laugh along the way, uh, either at us or along with us. So uh, we would uh, very much appreciate that. Um, other than that, guys, we, uh, did we miss anything?
1: No, despite it being a busy winter into early spring, I think we uh that we covered all the bases for walt disney world uh there was a lot of stuff going on in Disneyland and all around uh, the other parks but uh we just our our base is here home in Florida so uh just uh we have a lot of uh things to be happy for anxious for got a lot of things to be looking forward to. And it's only going to get better from here. I think King Bob is back at the helm. (laughs) He's showing, he's showing his uh, strength and he's showing, uh, he's showing us the way. So very, uh, very optimistic about the future for Disney and uh, getting it's, getting it pulled up by its bootstraps, so to speak.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, we've got some great things coming up. Like I mentioned previously, a little bit earlier, Ryan will be at uh, at Epcot and at Hollywood Studios uh, when this episode is releasing. Uh, so we'll be back uh, next week with our review of this year's Festival of the Arts, uh, walking you through everything we thought of, of, all the activities, and of course, all the food and drinks. Uh, so be prepared to get food tracked because uh, like I said, we are pretty much touching every single menu item that the festival this year had to offer. And uh, very much look forward to unpacking all of that. Uh, we've got some uh, another trip upcoming with the three of us. Uh, we've got some things going on. Uh, we'll be hitting up uh, Steakhouse 71. I believe right now is the, is the plan on the docket uh, for breakfast reservation. Uh, so uh, we'll see if that changes. But that's the plan right now. Uh, so we'll be bringing you another recap of that. Uh, of course we you can go and read our initial thoughts of steakhouse 71 in the blog off the And, uh, we've got some other things, you know, more trips coming up. Like I, like I mentioned previously, uh, big trip in March for myself. Uh, of course we've got a bunch of other things, uh, coming up always. So again, make sure you're, you're uh, following us on our socials and interacting with us and following along. Cause it's, uh, the, the trains are moving. Super excited.
2: Just ready to get, get rocking with it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So with that being said, we'll catch you guys next week. I'm Jordan. I'm Justin. And I'm Ryan. This is Off the Monorails.